You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. You know that I feel like it's important to express yourself. You got to put your true self out there. And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do that. That's right. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know it doesn't get any more comfortable than the Croc clogs and sandals. They are just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's power in every purchase. Because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one, to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love. Not just during Black History Month. But all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Yo, this is real talk. I am not afraid of what's happening in the pandemic financially because this is not my first financial crisis. And I've been broke before, so... <laughs> we have definitely <laughs> been collectively broke. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you know what? If I had to be broke with anybody, I'd want to be broke with you. <laughs> you saying that because you've already been broke with me. Dead ass, baby. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we are. Mm -hmm. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. Okay, so this story time takes place about two times decades apart. 2009, I told this story before, 2009, come back from the NFL, mm -hmm. lose a lot of money during the economic crisis, during the recession, boom, me and Kadeem move back to our apartment, and we have no money. 
None. I get cut by the NFL. Kadeen is not working. We lose a lot of money in the stock market and in the Doing all markets. the right things. Doing all the right things. Just so you know. We so wasn't just, out here throwing, you know, cash in the strip clubs and whatnot. Exactly. I mean, and we I'm threw a little buying cash. Buying chains, buying car. You did throw a little I bit of cash. I threw a little cash. Yes. Little so I just want to start there so people know that that's where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Fast forward 2020. The uh, pandemic starts to happen in, in March. They start to shut down. And the first thing going through my mind is, how can I pivot? Mm-hmm. So immediately, I'm thinking about the fact that I probably won't be filming. We won't be able to do any events. We won't be able to do the Deadass Podcast Tour. Because oh, that was you know, going to be huge for us. Yes. And it was, what is the most important thing right now? Mm-hmm. Digital marketing. Digital content. So you know what I did? Decided to sit down and create more content. Mm-hmm. Put all my finances into a secure place, speak with my financial advisors, and focus on how to recreate myself. And ultimately, that's what I did yep. for the next three months. In the Recreated who we were in the digital space. You know, when we talk about finances, money, dollars, coins, the bag, whatever y'all want to talk about securing. Your voice um, automatically get nasal. like it Automatically, does. I start to think of my girl <laughs> and her song. <laughs> I was born to flex, diamonds on my neck. I like more than just, I like more than sex. Yes, you do. But nothing in this world, I like more than checks. Money. All I really want to see is a... Get it, baby. I don't really need a D, I need the... Hey, I got bands in the coop, busting out the roof. I got oh my bands gosh. in the coop. Touch me, I'll shoot. Or maybe I won't, but, you know, hey. Let me tell hey. you something, yo. You hey. do get super excited hey. about spending money. Hey, I get excited about making it too, though, equally. So you so, can spend it. Yeah. I get more excited about making it. I don't really care that much about spending it. I, like I mean, it. you know, a you lot like has happened. Though. Talk about the shift, though. Talk about the shift because, you know, we had the moment in time, like you said in story time back yes. in 2009, yes. where, you know, we were living a pretty decent life. You yes. were in the NFL. You know, we made the right investments yes. with money. We were doing our thing. Yes. Um, and then lost all of that. Yes. In doing the right thing. So yes. we went back to rock bottom. And then there was a greater respect that I'd gained as well yes. for having to rebuild. And yes. then through rebuilding now, yes. I got a little Scrooge McDuck in me. <laughs> I do. do. I will you say. You got a little Scrooge McDuck in me. I got McDuck a little Scrooge McDuck in me. Um, you know, I, you and I, I think, two more are, more are more apt to help others as well, too. So it's like, all right. Absolutely. You know, and I feel like that's why we continue to be blessed because we, yes. it, we're able to create a, a space yes. and a platform where we can now employ, you know, uh, people well, who were friends, but also professionals, families who are professionals with their respective fields. Yes. You know, so I feel like that's why we continue to be blessed. And well, I, look, I've, I've said it I'm, on this I'm, platform I'm before. Good with that. And I've said it to you that I want to be super rich and famous so that I could help provide opportunities for other people for like sure. that is my my Absolutely. goal i want to be super duper rich and mm-hmm. famous for that sole purpose right. like i, I want to be able to create jobs mm-hmm. create industries mm-hmm. uh move markets i really want to be able to do that and i want to do that for my people i want to do that for the people who look like me or the people who've gone through the struggle that we've gone through i i want to do that so. no i am right there with you i'm right there with you i mean if there's one thing the pandemic taught us and it's that if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, However, we were not prepared for something of this magnitude. Like, let's be real. Who really thought that the entire country, world, 
for that matter, was going to shut down to the extent that it did. Well, you know, we weren't. I wasn't prepared for a pandemic. But after going through everything I went through in 2009, mm-hmm. I was super prepared for trying to maintain my finances and, and try to pivot. Like, right. to me, the pivot was the easiest part because right. I, in my mind. It was like mind, muscle memory for you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it was also it was also just thinking ahead, like trying to be ahead of the curve. Like, mm-hmm. you start to say, I can't do this forever. Yes. You know, we've yes. been saying that like, what's for next? the past three years. Like, well, you mean in terms of like our content, for example, blo- vlogging and all that, right? No, just with, with everything. I mean, okay. Even even with the podcast, because mm-hmm. we didn't know if we were going to be able to record. We didn't know right. if we were going to be able to go back into the studio. Right. So I'm like, I may not be able to create content forever. Mm-hmm. What else can I do to generate revenue to right. provide for my family? Right. And I've been thinking about that for the past year. Mm-hmm. So when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. it was almost like, uh, well, I've been thinking about different so things. So it kind of forced yeah. me to move. You know what right. I'm saying? Look right. at different industries. How can I make money? How can I do different investments? What mm-hmm. you know? What can I do to... Mm-hmm. create some revenue and, and diversify. So, so that was that's you would say was the main difference for you with 2009 Deval and yes. 2020 Deval when Absolutely. it comes to finances. Absolutely because yeah. in 2009 I was playing football thinking that well I'm going to play until I don't want to play no more. Right. You never think that it's going to end before you're ready for it to end. Mm-hmm. You know so mm-hmm. even though I was I was tired of playing football I wasn't ready to be done playing at that moment. I still wanted to make a little bit more money and right. secure myself right. financially. But then it came to an abrupt end. And at that time, I'd had no clue mm-hmm. where I was. I was lost. I was depressed. I was mad. Mm-hmm. Um, I was angry. I blamed everybody. I blamed you. I mm-hmm. blamed my agent. I blamed the teams. I blamed the NFL. I blamed my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, because I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Right. You know, so when this happened, and the first thing that was going through my mind is like, shoot. You know, we, we can't do the podcast. We can't. I can't film. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, those are the, the biggest ways that we make money. It was absolutely. And then I'm yeah. like, well, brand partnerships. I thought about different events that I was going to, so, or supposed right. to be going to, to right. speak or to attend. Right. And it was just like, ugh, like it's like you literally watch it. Think about the money that you have coming because you're, you're yes. planning for that. Yes. Which is why my mom has, all, my dad actually has always said to me, don't spend your money before you get it. Absolutely. Because something may fall through, and then you don't have that bag that you thought you secured, and it's a whole fumble on the plane and what in march you know? do you remember march i remember march, march. we made 15 percent of what our monthly salary usually is mm-hmm. and in march we were i was preparing to go back to film sisters mm-hmm. and we didn't know mm-hmm. when that was going to happen yeah so we were preparing our 2020 year based on our first two no, our first two months right january february or based on the year before we're and like, the year okay, before we right have, right so then that, that number goes down to 15%. And then right. it's like, how long is this going to last? Just like, if anything, that incremental so, increase should have been 15%. Not absolutely. making 15% of your month. You know what and I that, mean? that but, hurt. But yeah. because of where I was before, I always put money aside. Mm-hmm. And this is just a tip I'm going to give you guys. When you're making money, I was putting money aside so that we could survive two years without either one of us working. Right. So that if worst case scenario, something happened and we could not work for two years, mm-hmm. we could at least pay our mortgage, mm-hmm. pay our rent, pay mm-hmm. our car notes. Right. Whatever those kids, monthly expenses All those were. monthly expenses are covered. Put right. that in a, a separate account so mm-hmm. I just knew. And what I'm doing now continuously is I'm adding to that account. Right. So now it's like, okay, we can exist two years. Oh, we're making more money. Let's add three years. Let's right. add four years. Okay, we could exist five years without doing anything right. because we have money in savings. Right. You know, we would have to live modestly. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, we could still live the way we were. So right. after that after emergency the NFL, fund became yes, like yes, it, very the important. in case of emergency fund was actually 
yes. an emergency. So many people experience job loss and financial stress following the coronavirus outbreak. And how can we better prepare ourselves financially in anticipation for another global crisis? Uh, since mid-March, the coronavirus pandemic has taken a toll on life as we know it. And the world has not only been impacted physically by the effects of the virus, but because of mandates that we quarantine at home, the economic impact has been devastating. Millions of Americans have suffered suffered a loss of income and employment over the better part of the year with no end in sight. And in August, about 3.3 million people aged 25 and over with bachelor's degrees or higher were unemployed, up 1.2 million since February. And that's according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Yes. So, you know, we need all the help right now. We need yes. all the help. We need to figure out what are some ways that we can strategically put ourselves into a position financially yes. to kind of overcome this and, and get our footing underneath us again. So joining us again on Dead yes. Ass Podcast, we're always She's calling a dead ass in. regular. Let me tell you, she is just a regular <laughs> with us. Tiffany Aliche, the budget nista as we know her best, yes. is back to help us make sense of this financial impact of COVID-19, the pandemic, and what we can do to combat those effects. Tiffany! What's up, sis? Hey, what's hey, up? Hey, glad what's to up? be back. Let me tell you, anytime <laughs> I be talking about that money, all in the need the money, I said, yes. let me call Tiffany because she knows yes. what TF to do. Yes. Okay. How have you yes. been, girl, since the last time we spoke? I've been good, though. I mean, I'm lucky, blessed, highly favored. Everyone Amen. is healthy, so that's what matters most. So I've been good. What about y'all? Oh, we've been good. We've been good. Yeah. Just you know, like everyone's doing now, trying to find ways to pivot mm -hmm. and uh, plan accordingly. Mm -hmm. You right, know, Kadeen right. and I talk all the time, and I say, you know, the biggest empires are built during times of catastrophe. Yes. So right now was a catastrophe. Yep. So <laughs> whoever's prepared, whoever's prepared will probably come out on top of this. So right. I want to take this time and use our platform to help as many listeners as possible mm -hmm. plan their, their come up. So you're the right. best person to talk to, especially as an entrepreneur. Um, right now, the entrepreneurial spirit is probably the greatest spirit in America because so many people have lost mm -hmm. traditional jobs. Right. Those who are able to make additional funds, right. the entrepreneurs are the ones who are able to capitalize. Yeah. So, yeah. Tiffany, yeah. depending on the field, talk I mean, to the people and lit. tell us what we need yes. to be doing. Well, that's, I'm sure, a loaded well, question for you, Tiffany. Um, I mean, you can unpack that however you'd like, telling us where right. the hell to start. Well, I'll say this, that I actually built the Budget Nista, which is now eight figures a year. Woo, woo. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> During the yeah. pandemic, we had our first seven-figure month, a second seven-figure month, a third wow. seven-figure month. So now we're eight figures Six. a year. Mm -hmm. wow. So, But I built the Budget Nista during the last recession, 2008, 2009. So, so to y'all point See? that- it's times like this are when most millionaires are made, quite mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the thing is, what you're seeing is something that could have been anticipated, not the pandemic, mm -hmm. not Corona, but, but the recession. Right, mm -hmm. right, 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 right. Because right. so first things first is if I had to say, you know, what I would have told, I'm going to share what I wish I would have told well, I was a preschool teacher back then, what I mm -hmm. would have told preschool teacher Tiffany back then. Okay. Right. So first things first is to understand every 10 to 15 yes. years in the US of A, we have a recession. Recession, yes. Mm -hmm. So meaning that, so you're feeling this now, you're like, oh my goodness, it's such unique times. The pandemic, yes. A recession, no. We will mm -hmm. be back here, but how will it meet you? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, how will it meet you? Right. And I mean, it makes so sense it because 2009 
was when the, the economic crisis hit when Obama yes. became president. And that's when Kadeen and I were going. And I remember feeling at that time like, this is the worst thing to ever happen. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not making any money. Mm -hmm. And then when 2020 hit in a recession, just like I was prepared, I was like, okay, I've been here before. Let's, <laughs> yes. It's time to utilize that capital that we, I had been saving for something. Differently. Um, yeah. yes. 2009 versus so now. So, one, first things first, I would have told Tiffany back then is that, girl, where is your savings? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So when you do get on your feet, because you will not always be in this position, mm -hmm. I need people to set aside ideally six months of what I call your noodle budget. Like that is if you, if I had to eat ramen noodles budget, we, you know, sometimes you got to drop down that. and get your noodle on. Get yeah. you know, <laughs> I love it. No, for drop real. daddy, for get real. your noodle on. Yes, I yes. love that. Right. So that's just your, your <laughs> bare bones, essential budget. So let's just say your regular budget includes nails, hair, movies, mm -hmm. um, Netflix, all that stuff. Your noodle budget just pays for the, ex the necessary expenses. Because if you were to lose your job, you should pivot to your noodle budget right away. It's a temporary, yes. mm -hmm. low-cost life. That's what your noodle budget is. So right? you were ahead of the So curve. you want to have six months of that mm -hmm. set aside. Because imagine if you would have had six months of your noodle budget set aside and you lost your job, say, January, March, April, right? April. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you would have had April, May, June, July, August, September. September. You would have just now yeah. been running out of money. So yeah. You would have had some time to pivot and figure yeah. something out. Right. Yeah. You know? So that's first things first. Um, Second thing during times like this, I tell people that not to go overboard with paying off so much debt if you don't have your savings right. or if you think your job is like in, right. in limbo, mm -hmm. right? right? Mm -hmm. If I was a doctor or a nurse right now, I'm not worried, right? right? right. right. But if I was, um, you know, I work for a restaurant and maybe right. we just open back up again, but you never, you just don't know which way it's going to go, right? you know, or I work for uh, uh, my sister's an engineer. She worked for a party planning. Mm -hmm. um, like they do these like... Um, these big events company mm -hmm. where she as an engineer has to figure out like the configuration of like the things that they would build for people's parties. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yes. you know, she's like, it's likely not going to happen that I'm going back, you right. know? Right. So, right. you know, knowing that that's happening, I don't want people to go overboard with paying off debt because you need to keep that money that close capital. to you. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to need to pay for food, clothing, you know, where you live, you're going to need to pay for your, your noodle budget expenses. Mm -hmm. And third, what I would tell people, and I wish I knew this because I had a, I bought a condo when I was 25. I thought I was grown, grown. I was like, Hey, you can't uh -huh. tell me nothing. You know? uh -huh. <laughs> right. With my little two bed and one, one bath condo. And, um, <laughs> and then, but then when I was 29, my school closed its doors during the recession. It was a nonprofit mm -hmm. school. They didn't have any funding. Mm -hmm. And I continued to pay the mortgage. I mean, I used all my savings to pay the mortgage. I withdrew all the money from my retirement account to Ooh. pay the mortgage. Mm. Cause I was like, Oh no, I'm, I'm going to pay this mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Yes. And guess what happened? I lost the house anyway. So now they got my retirement money. They got my savings. They have everything. Right. I have no house and no money. Mm. And I wish I would have told Tiffany then like that, that you are more important than your debt. That mm. instead, if you don't think a hundred percent, you you could save this house. If you don't think a hundred percent that this house, you'll be able to maintain it and keep it, then keep your money, sis. Cause either go. way it's going to end. 
Yes. And I could have at least let it go and had yeah. my retirement money. Let it go and maintain my savings. I put all my bills above my best interest. You see, that's so I was I think, left with. See, and that's I probably would have done the same thing. No, I, I think that's important to talk about because we have been so conditioned to like not yes. let things go. Right. So, for example, I remember when my boy Bilal, when he was, you know, going through a little bit of economic issue and he was working hard, but he had a condo. He bought his first condo at 23. Same thing in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And he had told me during the economic crisis, he said, bro, I'm about to let this condo go. And I remember saying, what? Right. I'm like, you can't just stop paying. my credit. I'm like, you can't. So he said, my credit's going to get fixed. Yeah. But I can't just yes. give them all my cash and then probably lo yeah. lose it a couple years live. later. Yeah. And when he told me that, and once again, he's in the, he's, you know, he works for BlackRock. Mm -hmm. He's in finances, so he understands the importance of yes. debt to cash flow. Mm -hmm. And I never yes. understood that. And I wanted to ask you, um, how does someone decide what's the important uh, amount of debt and cash flow to maintain? You know, is it how much they make per month? You know, like, what is, how does someone decide what number makes mm -hmm. sense for them? One, you have to you have to decide whether you have regular cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a job that's going to continue to pay me. I'm pretty certain the money's not going anywhere. Okay. Like I said if I was a doctor or a nurse right now, I would be pretty certain it would have to something crazy would have to happen for me to right. lose my job, right? So knowing like, okay, my cash flow, let's just say five thousand dollars a month, is pretty secure, okay. right? And so your your debt that leaves out of the house, right? So that's your, your debt to income ratio. This is actually what mortgage people look at. They look right. to see how much your monthly income is versus right. how much your monthly debt payments are. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And so they don't want more than they, they don't want more than I think it's like a 40% of your of your income okay. to be leaving mm. before your mortgage because they also like between 40 to, to 50%, because they also know that your house is gonna cost you about 30%. Right. You know? So they're right. like, okay, if we use up 30 and you're already using up 40 to 50%, mm -hmm. that leaves you 30 for the rest. That leaves you an additional 20 to 30 for the rest of your life. Is right. that reasonable? Is that reasonable? You know? Right. And so, right. mm -hmm. and right. so ideally the lower, obviously the lower your debt, the better. That's what I tell people like save your debt for things like a mortgage for things like, you know, like maybe you had to pay off, you know, I don't know. You had some sort of health thing that you have to um, pay for. Right. Save your debt for, you know, I don't even like really people paying, have, getting financing or car, but sometimes you just can't help it because yeah, you got to yeah. get to work. Yeah. Right. Like when you have a a lamp bill, you got a side table bill, right. a couch bill, that's right. when you swipe your car. So now you have all this Creating debt for debt. things that could wait. Yeah. Right. You know, yes, that's yes. really the issue. Most people's debt is not because of this. It's like their big bills. It's like, oh, my laptop. Oh, you know, I had to get that side table. Oh, you know, but those, the, new, the Yeezys came out. So you know, I had to swipe the car. You so know. I'm like, you got a Yeezy bill, but you're like, you know. And so before you know it, all the money that comes in is dedicated to someone else. Right. So you want to be mindful mm -hmm. of that flow. Like how much money do I have coming in versus how much money am I actually keeping? That's actually what they call your savings rate. How right. much, what percentage of your money are you keeping? That's what's critically important. Savings rate. Like right. I would never tell Oprah, you can't get Yeezys because <laughs> I'm certain that the amount of money that she has coming in versus what she has coming out you know, is there's a huge, significant difference. Right. Right. Preschool teacher Tiffany, I think I was making like, I want to say 20, maybe like take home pay, maybe like $3,000 a month, maybe 26 to $3,000 a month. And so I had to be mindful, like, okay, well, how much, what is going to be my savings rate? Mm -hmm. right. Ideally, I wanted 30% of my money to stay with me, 20% for, for investing and, and retirement, and then 10% for, for savings. savings. For mm -hmm. So okay. how do I live? under that 70%. If you did that first, if you paid yourself first in that way, if you said, okay, especially for you, y'all who are, 
really young, you're just stepping out, getting your first job. If you, this is what I do with my, my bonus baby. Um, she's 13 and she don't even know. She just got her little side job. She's babysitting and stuff. I finna snatch some of that money. I'm like, oh, that money? oh that's cute. 30% of it, put it up because I want to teach her that you pay, you are more important than any of your bills. Mm. Pay yourself first. Put up your 30% first and then you figure out your life with that 70%. You're going to do her and like your dad did how, you, remember? I know, you told like us. my dad did me yes, exactly because yes. she don't know nothing about that life, right? <laughs> see, but you see, she living way nicer than I was living. <laughs> that's, how, that's generations. <laughs> that's how know? it is. Generations. Yeah. They, they <laughs> that's how it is. Jordans. I'm like, oh, you got three pairs of Jordans? <laughs> Oh, Last girl, time I, checked, I, uh, I just got Jordans as a grown person. Right. Like, oh, Over oh, here, too. I was like, wait a second. I'm all of a sudden a sneakerhead now. And I mean, I'm not about sneakers. I can actually afford well, sneakers now. Well, yes. you got Jordans because you're, you didn't get Jordans because your parents are from the West Indies. And well, that got to do with anything. That You were spoiled in other ways. Not having Jordans. So I was spoiled. Mean, I just wasn't stylish. You Yes, you wasn't stylish. Yes, exactly. Was I didn't have was the spoiled, African. So. They didn't know. Okay. My dad was like, who's Jordan? Who's Michael Jordan? Eh? <laughs> you want Michael Jordan? I'm like... <laughs> But we did have like tennis lessons and stuff, right? You see what I'm so saying? I will say yeah. This, right. But so this is what I tell. This is not just what I tell like my 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 mentees, but also even grown folks. I was that I was listening to this um, um podcast interview with um what's his face uh, Dame Dash, right? Mm-hmm. And he said something that was so profound. I'm like, yo, if I got a tattoo, it would be that. It's that the purpose of working is mm-hmm. to own. So that way, the things that you own will eventually put you out of work. That, that's so, what I tell Jackson. Yes. Why do we go to that work? To build because, capital. Yes. Why do you build capital? Yes. To make, make your money, money work for you. you. Me yes. and Jackson say because that every not, night. I love that because here's what happens what most people do. They work, they pay bills. They work, they get a haircut. They work, they go out. They work, they have fun. They work, they work, they work. Yeah. But there's no end to that cycle. You're just working. If you mm-hmm. don't, yes, if you're not intentional with, I am working to own assets, assets put money into your pocket. So assets are cash, assets are home, Mm -hmm. assets are real estate, assets are like maybe art, even jewelry can be assets, right? Right. So things that, assets are business. So things that have appreciation value. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that way one day, that real estate property that you bought, that business that you have, that cash, that you can live off of the assets that you, that you, now that asset is put to work and you can sit down. But most people work to work. They don't work to own. And if they thought about that from the very beginning, they'd be in a better spot. See, but this this is where people get Dame confused mm-hmm. because Dame talks down on people who, oh, you, you have a boss. You have a boss. I never had yeah. a boss. Mm-hmm. He said, and then I remember he got into an argument with DJ Envy and DJ Envy was like, okay, you never had a boss, but you sold drugs. You worked for somebody. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, I got my drugs on consignment. Okay, dude. It doesn't matter whether you <laughs> got the drugs on consignment. <laughs> Technically, yeah. there was someone above you who allowed you to generate cash flow. Right. And where I, mm-hmm. I really rock with Dame is mm-hmm. where I agree with him. You really yes. only work to create cash flow mm-hmm. so that you can yes. own something that creates cash flow for, for you. you. Yes. That is the that is the goal. And I think that's what people yes. need to understand. And I think that's what black people need to understand. Because yes. even my mom's generation, my dad's generation, your parents Same. having a good Same. job is was the American dream. That's today. it. That's it. I, I got a good job. I can retire I'm at sixty-five. I got my mm-hmm. pension. Clock my hours. Yep. That that was never the American dream. No. The American dream is yep. ownership. Yep. 
which we didn't yeah. have access to readily right. available. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. who's going to so go all they knew was that. And I can loans. understand that. Oh, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer. That my dad, that's all they wanted. Doctor, yes. lawyer, pharmacist, engineer. That's it. You, you good to go. But that's it. if like now they're like, ah, my Tiffany said, it's an entrepreneur. Now, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, now that I pay off your house, right? Now your house is paid off. Now that's cute. Now every month. Now but right cute. now the entrepreneur is cute. A minute ago, it was she ain't got no job. Girl. Oh right? my gosh. <laughs> Let me tell you, your father and my father should meet and have a drink because <laughs> They are the same person. And I still, yes. to this day, it wasn't until the pandemic happened and my father was quarantined with us. We were, both of my parents were living with us for the four months um, that we were like okay. really locked down. And, you know, my dad saw us like pulling up the ring light and the cameras and mm. this and that. And he's just like, so wait, you record a thing and then put it on YouTube? What does do? That make you money? I'm like, yes. Who does pay you? You have a boss on YouTube? I'm like, no, we don't have a boss on yes. YouTube. But, you know, he that. just could not he wrap his mind around yeah. that yeah. unconventional way to him of making money. Yes. So here's yes. my thing. Ownership right? is key. So I got for you the number one way. Pay yourself first. Now, when you say your savings rate yes. 30%, are we talking net or gross? I'm, I would think net. Hmm. Well, I mean, here, it's a, it's, it can be that can be tricky. I always like at least start with with net. I mean, ideally, yes, gross. Mm. But if you're just starting out and things are tight, then at least you would start with net. Because what you're wanting to do is get into the practice of setting aside. Because right. people think like um, that it means you're li living less of a life when you set aside. That's mm -hmm. why I like to start people off slow. Like, oh, you can only do 5%, do that. Right. Or you can do 10% of net. Okay, fine. But yes, ideally setting aside 30% of gross. But it can be mm. hard to set aside 30% of gross because guess who also gets gross? The IRS. IRS. Mm -hmm. And oh, people right? need to understand but the, the way difference you... between net and gross. Yes. Gross is, say, for example, yes. if you get paid $10, yo, you made $10. That's mm -hmm. gross. Net is the IRS going to take four of that $10. So the net. And FICA and LICA and all them other people. <laughs> right. And all right. That stuff. So you about to get $3 out of the $10 you thought you was getting. Yes. So that $3 you actually mm -hmm. get in your check, that's net. Mm -hmm. So people need to understand the difference mm -hmm. between gross and net. When you're making plans, if you're making plans on gross, understand that other people are going to get part of that money first. So I just want yeah. to be clear. Well, here, and here's how you can offset that. It's mm -hmm. That's the beauty of, uh, of a tax advantage retirement account, right? So if you mm -hmm. do a 401k, mm -hmm. you can set aside 20% of your gross because uh, that is the one thing the IRS allows you to do. Yes. And they'll say, okay, you, okay, Kadeem Deval, you guys made $10. Wait, mm -hmm. before we take our tax money, do you want to put some in your 401k? Yes. Because guess what? We don't want to take care of you when you get old. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I, of the 10, I would like to put $2, $2 in my 401k. Away. Then the IRS says, mm -hmm. fine, we will not tax you on 10. We will tax you on eight. eight. There you go. And so that it lowers your taxes now. So then what happens is, but later, anytime you're, if you're over 59 and a half, then you can start withdrawing that money right. without any penalty and you pay taxes on it later. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. right. So then there's another tax advantage account called a Roth IRA. It is mm -hmm. also a retirement account, but then that's where you can put some of your net money because okay. what happens is you take you have your take-home pay mm -hmm. and then you might say you know what i'm gonna put the other five ten percent in my roth ira mm -hmm. account and that is money that's already been taxed and the beauty of a roth account is that you the money was already taxed, already taxed. you put money in that account and then when 59 and a half or above you pull that money out you don't have to pay taxes on that money or what it grew to mm -hmm. so right. if you put in ten thousand and it's now sixty thousand that whole sixty you ain't got to worry about it. You don't have to pay taxes on it because you pay taxes on the money going in. That's so huge. My, so this is like, so, so people always wow. wonder like what you should do first, second. So I suggest a seesaw. Well, first let me say this. 
I'm a financial educator. I'm your financial girlfriend. I'm not your financial advisor. Absolutely. So, yeah. What I'm sharing, well, I'm just sharing in general. This is like yeah. my attorney, right? <laughs> so what I'm sharing right. are just the things that I do that you to do. your grandma. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. There you yes. go. <laughs> All right. Now, so if you are like, huh, where, because someone asked me this the other day, where should I put my money for retirement? And I mm-hmm. said, one, if, you're, if your company offers a match, then start with your 401k up to that match. Absolutely. Mm. So if they say, you know, you put in 3% and we'll put in 2%, right. whatever it is that they'll give you, get your match money there first mm-hmm. and then stop. It's free money. Then the excess money, if you still have money left over after getting your match with them, because you're right, your match is free money. Mm-hmm. Then I would, I would max out my Roth. If you're under yes. 50 years old, you could put in $6,000. And here's how, why I want you to max out your Roth is that you can only have a Roth if, if you are... I think, I don't know how much, it, I can't remember how much it is for a couple, but if mm. you're single and you make under $139,000 a year, mm. so you have a limited time frame if you're going to make big money to contribute to a, to Roth. a Roth account. Remember yeah. a Roth is when you could pull your money out tax-free later. Tax-free, yeah, no matter in. how much it grows. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Exactly. So you want to take it. A Roth is awesome. So you want to take advantage. Like I can't do Absolutely. a Roth anymore. Mm. Right. So you want to get while the getting is good. So you want to, so I am 401k first up to the match. If there's no match or you've already maxed out your 401k, go to Roth. Mm. And then after you max out your Roth, so the six is right now $6,000 um, a year if you're under um, uh, 50. If you're mm. over 50, it's 7,000. So if you can't do the Roth any, um, or you max out your Roth already, then go back to your 401k if you still have money and then you can max out you your 401k. Okay. Man, yes. let me tell you, Tiffany got me over here wondering if Sean is doing all, we got to call our financial yeah, advisor is. and make sure no, he's he on top yes. of it. Yes. <laughs> like, finance. Can we talk about financial? So here's the thing about financial advisors. Okay. So a financial, people are like, what's a financial advisor? What's a financial planner? What's a financial, right? Mm-hmm. So a financial advisor is the overall name of those people who give you advice, right? Right. right? Now, there are different types of financial advisors. There could be like an investment advisor who helps you with investing. Mm-hmm. There could be a planner. Mm-hmm. But ideally, the ideal type of financial advisor you want is a certified financial planner. planner. Great. Yes. That's because who we got. here's why. But certified, that key word is certified. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it, to be certified, yeah, a CFP. CFP. They have to have three years of experience mm-hmm. and they have to have passed a hard ass test mm-hmm. in order. And they have all this. Um, um, uh, vetting in order yes. to be certified because almost anyone calls themselves a financial yes. Listen, advisor, so. so people doing their due diligence finding that board certified plastic surgeon yes. do the same with your financial advisor yes. please <laughs> yes. so that's a C so give yourself a CFP, CFP. Financial plan. and Think then there's different ways they can get paid the three main ways are this is the, they make it so confusing there's fee only fee based commission I feel mm. like commission is easy. You know what commission is? That just means that if they sell you something like insurance, they get paid off. They that. get paid off. For that that is the worst one, mm. right? <laughs> because my dad used sell to you say, everything. right? Yes. What? Because my dad would say, who, who, he who pays the piper determines the tune, mm. right? For the mm. young ones, whoever pays the DJ, you get to play. You get to pick the yeah, music. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. So there you absolutely. Go. If the financial planner is getting paid from the product, what? They're not thinking about you. Right. They worried about what the product going to pay Absolutely. Them. So mm-hmm. commission-based, and eh, eh. we not, we not for commission-based. Mm-hmm. Next is, is this is what I have. I have fee only, my CFP. So fee only is ideal because when you have someone who's fee only, it means they only get their fee from you. Absolutely. Which that means, means you, are the you are the, you are paying the DJ there you go. Yes. and they have a fiduciary. Yes. That means that they are a fiduciary, meaning that by law, they have to put your interest first, first. and yes. they don't. So my, so my, um, talk to my CFP, Anjali. So Anjali might say, 
which he did. Typically, you're underinsured. You should get more insurance. Now, a fee-based or a commission-based financial um, planner might sell me the insurance. Anjali, she already got her money. Mm. She gets a flat rate for me. Right. And so she's just telling me, girl, you need more insurance. That's what you and need to do. Call you your go. insurance company and see exactly. So it doesn't, she's not giving me advice based upon what can add money to her pocket because there is nothing. There's else. no conflict of interest. Her flat fee. Yeah. Exact, exactly. There There's no go. conflict of interest. So you're looking for a fee only financial advisor that it's only you that's paying them. So that those are the, those are, because if you like fee-based folks, Sometimes we'll get their flat fee from you, but then they also can make commissions off of things on the back. Right. I'm not interested in working with someone who gets paid to sell me something. So, Tiffany, since we're, you know, since we're talking about the pandemic, right, and a lot of people have lost jobs, right? Mm -hmm. I want to know who in today's world really needs a financial planner. And if you don't need one, how can you prepare your life if you if you don't make enough income to you know particularly have a financial planner? What are the steps? The really first thing I point. have right now, the number one, pay yourself first. Mm -hmm. I'm putting that. That's going to be one of my keys to success. Yes. But what else can things do? What else can people do if they do not need? They a can sign up planner? for Tiffany's yes. courses and, and online I think and all most that. Most people don't need financial planners because you really should have. Like ideally, they say you should have about a hundred thousand to two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of assets to invest. Mm -hmm. You know, because there are fees involved in it. it. It may not make sense if you don't have that much, but you have maybe say you have a special needs child, you might need a little assistance. Um, because there are fees associated. The, the when it comes to your money, the closer it gets to a human hand helping you, the more expensive it's going to be. Okay. Like the fees. So a financial planner is the most expensive of all the help. Okay. Right. So you can also use something called like um, a robo advisor. This is not, this is a, a, an algorithm, mm. right? So robo advisors are like, um, uh, I'm trying to think like some robo, like a Vanguard has a Charles Schwab fidelity. Okay. That's okay. When okay. You, just go, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's when you go and you typically with a, with a robo advisor, you will, you will put in your, um, you will like fill out some sort of like a survey mm -hmm. to say I'm this old and this is my temperament and all this kind of stuff. And they will generate, this is the, this is where we will, this is where your money should go. We're going to put it there for you. Okay. So because it's not a person, the fees are less, Got right? You. Right. So that's something that you can do. Or also you can do something called, it's the DYI method. And that is a brokerage firm, a discount brokerage firm. So that's like, um, like a, 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 is it a Betterment? No, Betterment is not DIY brokerage firm. Mm. Um, this is one of those firms like a each trade, some place where you can actually pick your things yourself. Okay. So this uh. is for folks who are like, like I think E-Trade e -trade allows you mm -hmm. to trade, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you can go in and say, huh, they don't really give you much help, but they say, um, you know, here are all the stocks and the bonds and everything else. You can pick those things yourself. So there's DYI. If you're someone okay. who is like, I don't mind picking myself. There's Robo where you're like, look, I just want to take a survey. Here's my 50 bucks every month. And they put it places for you. Mm. Or there's a financial advisor, financial advisor being the most expensive DYI and, and robo being the least expensive. Yes. Those are the, okay. the fee you're looking for is usually called your expense okay. ratio. Right, but so if you are someone, if you are in a, if, during the pandemic, if you are fortunate to have excess money and well, one, let's, let's pull back. If you're not, there are people who are not going to have enough money even to pay for their noodle budget. Right. That's when you really want to get even lower to what I call your health and safety budget. Mm. That's when you have to acknowledge that somebody's not getting paid. But the things that will get paid are the things that maintain my health and the things that maintain my safety. And so See, I've been there before where I had to make a decision and say, mm. 
Verizon, we cool, but not cooler <laughs> than my health and safety. And, I need my inhaler. This is important. <laughs> right. This is important because right, right now is a pandemic. Mm -hmm. People are losing jobs and they're trying to figure out how to pr yes. prioritize mm -hmm. what needs to get paid. And it's a tough yes. feeling mm -hmm. to say, I don't it know, is. you know, but here you're, you're listening you to someone. You just got to go line by line. That's right. it. Because a lot of these companies, is it safe to say that they're not reassessing or reevaluating like interest payments or fees or any of that? Well, are of they making are. any because adjustments to giving leeway? Time, mm -hmm. Right. So it's such a unique time that companies are more lenient than they were before, but everybody's not being cool about it. You know? right, right, and right. so you before don't you don't just stop paying. You might look and say, I've got these 10 bills and of the 10 bills, these four bills are my health and safety bills. That's what I could afford. Everybody That's the, else I'm going to yeah, be late. Important. Mm -hmm. Right. So then the other ones you will call and say, hey, I'm having trouble. I mean, Corona, we all know. Is there something you could do to help? Many will help, but some will not because you know, they're just whatever. They're not interested in, in being helpful. But here's the thing. It, as long as it's not going to affect your health and safety, will it affect your credit score? Yes, but credit scores can be fixed. At one point, my credit score was a 547. Talk, say it again. Last week. Say it again, yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. And guess what? I'm in. The, I'm, a, I'm a 807 now, baby. What they going to tell me? Right? <laughs> Let me so, tell you. They be, like, they be stressing me out with that whole credit thing. And then there's credit <laughs> yes. karma, credit sesame, this, that. And then those apparently are not even like your actual credit score. You have to right. get it from like, you know, tra uh, TransUnion yes. well, or whoever. So. Well, the, the best to me, the best site that I found, because it, those are credit scores, but there are so many types of credit scores. Right. The most used is your FICO score. That's the mm -hmm. most common. Mm -hmm. And if you have a good FICO score, you likely have a good score every place else. So I tell okay. people, look at that. Mm -hmm. And the website that I like um, is, um uh, what is it called? Oh, creditscorecard.com. It's because when I was thinking about getting a mortgage, I had went to Discover owns it. I don't work with Discover, but Discover owns it. But I will say that they don't, um, you don't, they don't require you to give them a credit card. You don't have to have a discover card, right, right, but, right. Okay. but what I liked about it is that when I pulled my credit score and my mortgage guy pulled my credit score, it was the same. So uh, I was like, Oh, y'all, okay. y'all legit. So yeah. Um, uh, what did I say? Creditscorecard.com. Credit mm -hmm. okay. But just like use a, because they will be emailing you, just use one of your, <laughs> you know, your little junkie account. <laughs> right. Right. Um, right? <laughs> so I don't worry about your credit in times like this, unless you're, you're going to buy a house soon or car soon during pandemic. You're not. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I would not worry about that. Instead, worry about your health and safety bills. Everyone else can wait. And if you find that the people that you're forcing to wait start harassing you via the phone because they, they are apt to do. I have been harassed many a time via the phone. They will call you, your mama yes. and your cousin. Yes. And them, right. So <laughs> yes. I went right down to Staples with my last little 75 cents and faxed the cease and desist letter, which is free online. Okay, <laughs> Get the template cease and desist letter. <laughs> for real. Literally, I Googled it was like, dear beep. Please stop calling me at these numbers. Facts. You may email me and you may mail me. You are, just because you owe someone, it doesn't give them the right to harass you. Facts. It doesn't give them the right these to harass the you. No, your these are the tips people too. need to hear because for your mental health, you need mm -hmm. to understand how to get people to stop harassing you, number one. And two, understand to prioritize your physical health so you can yes. actually get back to work when the pandemic yes, is yes. done. Health and people, finances are like intermingled. Yes, people are not sure. prioritizing what's important. Mm -hmm. They're worried about their credit score. They're worried about mm -hmm. what people might say if I have to call and ask for help. Mm -hmm. So they're spreading themselves thin and stressing out, trying to do things that's not going to help them. And tricking up all your money. I'm telling you, I wish I would have told, you know, 29-year-old Tiffany at the time, like, yo, leave that money. You're like, they can wait. Like that, the bank can wait. The Man, worst they're going to do is they're going to bring your credit score down. And guess mm -hmm. what? Five years, girl, you're going to be back and better than ever. Man, look, Tiffany, you know? I wish and Tiffany would have like told you, me. 
right? I know. <laughs> Tiffany, where were you, you at? And, and why? I was like, shoot, where was I at for me? <laughs> Yo, 2009, you know how yes. many things I was trying to pay off to keep oh, my credit my score goodness. up? Listen. Spending money, not having no cash, stressed right. out, Keeping your credit curtain. score up, knowing yes. that we still ain't going to have the capital to buy nothing or put down yes. no down payment on a house. So it was like, what exactly. was the point? I will say this. Yes. So the point, the, the, a credit score, if there's one thing you could sacrifice, mm. if there's one thing you could say, you know what, you could go is your credit score because of all the things, all the money things, mm -hmm. the debt, the savings, the budget, of all the money things, credit score is the easiest to manipulate up. Okay. So like okay. if there's a list of things to worry about, oh my God, my budget, my debt, my debt, credit score should be at the bottom because there's so many tips and tricks to raising your credit score. I'm not worried. If my credit score dropped to a 600, I would say, okay, because right. guess what? Give me six months, give me a year, I'll be right back at the 800. That go. is the least yeah. of your worries. Unless you, you are trying to buy a house right now. Right. right. Which if you are in financial turmoil, I don't know you why you're you not would. trying to. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Like Before we one. move on to the listener, letter, I had one question um, for you, Tiffany. I grew up in a, a household where like my mom, my grandmother, they were a part of. Um, I'm not sure if it's something similar you guys have susu? or a susu, a partner. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, mom, can I get such and such? Yeah. Wait till my partner draw. Like, you know, that mm -hmm. was the thing, you know. So I've seen that there are some things popping up now like the savings flowers and things like that and it sounds kind of similar it's similar but it also kind of seems a little pyramid scheme-ish to me mm -hmm. and I, we heard of one recently where it's like you put a certain amount of money in and then you, you as you bring people in you get more so it's almost like a susu partner slash pyramid scheme yeah. i'm not sure how to dissect yeah. it but are these things legitimate and do they work in a time like this and if not what can people do instead if they're looking to kind of help each other out with the saving system so as a child of immigrants i'm so pissed when they call that stuff susu partner it's not what my mom and your mom and all the other immigrant parents that we know were doing right was legit it uh -huh. was a group, group of people because mm -hmm. i bet you it was with your aunties your uncles all of them yeah. because of yeah. auntie sue auntie sue didn't have her money they was going to her they house was going yeah. to find her my yeah. grandmother even <laughs> had one on her job like on her job it was like yes. a couple of her co-workers it's like okay yep. and if somebody was like a couple hours late with the drop or the pick off it was like because pick up, you it was knew like, everyone in it yeah. exactly so susus are different because with right. susu you're not actually making money you're passing, passing the same money, yeah. amount of money around mm -hmm. so you if, if, if a susu went round is finished meaning like the five people eventually get money mm -hmm. the same money that you put in is the you same money you eventually get out, get out. Yes. it's just it's just it's just saving it's just like i put my money in five months from now i see my full money back mm -hmm. so susu is a great way especially for 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 black and brown folks and immigrant folks to have a way to save and to have access to capital to do things when they likely would not from the bank yes. so susus mm. are totally without legit. interest and all the that key. extra stuff Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the key to a susu is, you know, it's a legit susu when it's the same group of people. You don't have to add new people to get to paid. make money. Mm -hmm. The moment. Yes. The moment that everyone has to continuously add folks to get paid, you know, now you're in a pyramid scheme, regardless of what they call it. Right. 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 So right. If I have to add random folks because you have to ask yourself this. I had a friend who did it. She said, oh, I put in, you know, two thousand dollars. I got back ten. And mm. she was like, oh, Tiff is legit. I said, it's a scam, girl. She said, how's a scam? I got paid. I said, hello, people get paid via scam. scam. <laughs> right. Like, because it, then we wouldn't scam. Right, right, you know, right, like, right. You know, like someone's going to snatch your purse and they're going to get off on, you know, they're yeah, like, okay, they got, got paid. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. So I asked her, I said, if you put in 2000 and you got back 10, where did that 8000 come from? Right. Did right. you invest it? Right. Did right. you put in a business? Right. Where did that magical 8 come from? You know where that magical 8 came from? It came from four other, other people other <laughs> fools that ain't gonna get their money right. right i said you just came up you just right. came and up so, uh, 
Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the thing. Like you have to continuously add new people, add new people, add new people. Mm-hmm. Eventually, there's going to be there's a threshold where there's not enough people who are willing to fall for it anymore. And that's when mm-hmm. it falls. And the early people got paid, but mm. the, and you never know what, you don't know if you early, you don't know if you late, but the late people, they never know that they're late ones. They're the ones that lose their 2000, their 200 or whatever dollars. Wow. So I tell people, yes, you can get lucky and maybe get one round off, you know, but is it worth it? If you've already typed for cash, mm-hmm. who want to throw away $200 Facts. for a hope, right. hope, hope I get, right. I get my money. The knows. hope. Stay exactly. away from those. Yeah, from those, like, if you have, like I said, it's okay. If you have a, a definite circle, it's the five of us. It's mm-hmm. the 10 of us. Now we're going to start this suit. Right. That's okay. But it's the 10 of us, and every t- every person has to bring in 10, and those 10 have to bring in 10. And those right. are, now, now we're talking about now pyramid. Now we talk yeah, about it. Okay. okay. And eventually somebody going to get ripped off. Gotcha. Eventually. <laughs> right, yep. right, right, right. Exactly. And it's, it'll be your, your mama, too, that you bring in, and she done put her money in, and then it falls apart. She's looking at you like, <laughs> you said it's legitimate. All these people. Yo, and let me tell all you something. People. People, people try to make back. pyramid schemes seem like it's an immigrant thing. Bernie Madoff ran a pyramid scheme. All mm, he yes. did was rob Peter to pay Paul. Mm. And he continued yeah. to get millions of dollars from people and then paid yep. the people that, that he brought in first. Talk about it. Made them think they were making money and then they just yep. kept bringing more people. And so right. ultimately, he was just passing it right. yep. that's it. Ultimately, and somebody and was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it clicked. I don't see any. That would have been DeVal. DeVal would have sniffed him out. Like, wait a second. You can tell. You, <laughs> can you have to ask yourself, look what it came out. It came out, though. that same scheme came out. When, when um stimulus checks came out. If you notice, people mm-hmm. are, the, the original scam artist, the one who plants the seed, they're like, they do it during refund time. Yes. They did it during stimulus yes. check time because they know people have coin and they're like, cash. time yeah. to dust off the, yeah. um, the, the blessing loom. Yeah. And then, damn it, it's the blessing loom. I said the devil is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a whole liar. <laughs> but I'm going to put that as one of my things. Avoid scams. Right. When, when, when you get into times of economic strife, mm-hmm. that's when mm-hmm. most of the biggest scam artists come out, like you right. said. Yes. So people make a little bit of money from a stimulus check or a tax return and like, I got to yep. make some extra money. Right. Let me give it to this savory, this unsavory fellow over here <laughs> with the slick back hair. He said he can quadruple my money in two days. Yeah. Avoid scams. Unsavory. Out of nowhere. Yes. Exactly. He looks a bit smarmy to me. Yeah. All right. Before we move into <laughs> Tiffany, I just really want to touch quickly on any services that you offer, any special services, you know, let people know, of course, anything that you're doing during COVID to help any programs you may have, anything online, any courses, where can people find you to educate themselves if they're looking for particular things with finance? Yes, no, absolutely. Thank you. So I am the budgetista at thebudgetista.com and just the budgetista on Instagram, Facebook, Mm -hmm. YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do have an online school called the Live Richer Academy. Mm-hmm. And it's specifically for women. Um, although we do have some guys who are like, I don't give a damn, I'm in here. That would be <laughs> right? me. I, but I, I, I'm trying to save this money. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> right? I'm not playing. Right? And so, <laughs> so we have all these amazing experts that come in and teach typically a weekly class mm-hmm. on everything from negotiating mm-hmm. to buying real estate to wholesaling to starting a business to starting a nonprofit to i mean literally we just had someone who came on she makes money doing voiceovers mm-hmm. and so she came to teach us how to do that so every week we have these amazing experts come in who are experts in their field teach these awesome classes about how they do what they do and how you can too and then you get to join this awesome group um right now it's on it's, it's our private facebook group there's about 40,000, if not more, members of, in, of the Literature Academy. So, because I believe that we work best in community. So there's three things that you need for success. Knowledge, mm-hmm. which the Academy provides, because when you know better, you do better. Right. Mm-hmm. Access, you get access through folks. So I bring 
people who normally charge two, three, ten thousand dollars to basically donate their time. And as a result, you get access to people who, you know, you might not otherwise be able to afford Absolutely. in that mm-hmm. community. There right. You, you want to have accountability. Yes. People who are going to encourage you to keep you going. Yes. So if you're interested in joining the Literature Academy, I've got a 40 percent off link. You can go to literatureacademy.com to learn more, but don't sign up there because it's full price there. So the 40% off link is joinlra.com. That's J-O-I-N-L-R-A for literatureacademy.com. And join our 40,000 members and you know, learn to take your life and finances to the next level. There you go. I mean, because think mm-hmm. about it. 10 years ago, Sister Tiffany... Man, you know look. what built this eight-figure business are, now? Is that crazy? Yes. Yes. From Girl. preschool teacher to now, because that's what Girl. I said. Let me tell you that I was just—I just did a live last night. Like, how did I go from here to here? And you know what it was? Guidance. Yes, mm-hmm. guidance. That you, that's it. It's, it's you need mentors, and so that's why that's why it's in in the academy on purpose. That I'm not the only teacher. I barely teach on purpose right. because I said, "Who helped me get here?" Oh, Sandy. Who helped me get? Oh, right. Tila. There you go. Who, so I literally brought right. my guides with me to teach these classes because I'm like, how did I get to seven figures when I I lost my house, my condo, and I owed two twenty on it? I had a credit card debt of thirty five thousand, student loan debt of fifty two thousand. I owed almost three hundred thousand dollars in yes. debt. How do you get there from ten years ago to a seven figure net worth now and an eight figure a year company? How with no debt? I don't have no debt. I'm I'm debt free like my four year old nephew Roman. Yeah, like I have right two now. homes, no mortgage. There mm-hmm. you go. My husband has a car, I have a car, no car, no. Right. How? And it's through guidance. And I put that into the um into the academy. That's and, amazing. I mean, and I y'all, I have a I have a podcast too. Me and my friend Mandy. It's yes. called Brown Ambition. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. so we, we just that. we talk about being black and brown women and um how do you manage your finances during times like this, especially, but in your black and brown skin. There you well, go. that's a whole financial that's, tribe. That's ultimately why it was so important to to have you on and yeah. to continuously to continue have to you have you on. on. Because so of access, number one, yeah. the, I mm-hmm. feel blessed that I, I know who you are, Tiffany, because now that I'm Thanks. making money and even when I was making a little bit of money, I could learn from someone how to make my little bit a lot. Yeah. Because people mm-hmm. think that you have to have a lot in order to make No, you can have right. a little bit and build to ultimately live yes. in abundance. And we have to build from scratch right. because we were not yes. afforded the luxuries of having anything mm-hmm. passed on, trusts and, you know. Uh, and also, you don't have to have a super special talent. Mm-hmm. Dribble a basketball, yep. dance, mm-hmm. uh, sing, rap, act. You don't have to have mm-hmm. a special talent in order to live in abundance and be able to create wealth for your family. You are an example of that. Yes. Tiffany, I don't know how, I don't think you even know how much I appreciate you always coming oh, on whenever always. we call, yes. always being <laughs> Always ready to, for us. I'm like, yes. Tiffany, you tired of us yet? Because we back. We back again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Because to me, the more people, I want our people to hear this message. Yes. I want them to know yes. that you literally have yes. everything you, you need in you to succeed. Yes. That is the voice that I heard inside me when I lost everything. And I was like, yo, I don't even know what to do. It was, Tiffany, you have everything inside you you need to succeed. I am good at one thing, and that's teaching. There you go. And I was able to take that and to flip it and flip it again and monetize it and flip it. Yes. To your point of, you don't have to know how to dribble a ball, sing a everyone is good at something yes. that is your bank account yes. you can okay. tap into that bank mm-hmm. pull and withdraw money and then reinvest there you go make those deposits baby they're important yeah. and i will tell you tiffany since the first time we spoke remember my <laughs> my theory was budgets were made to be broken no longer <laughs> no longer do i feel that no, way she's um devout, talk about she's, it no I'll, I'll give you talk, I'll, i will talk definitely about it. give you your props i'll definitely give you she <laughs> 
<laughs> she has definitely been a lot more cognizant of the money coming in, Good. how it goes out. Um, mm -hmm. We've created multiple, you know, I listen to you. We've created multiple facets for income, but also outcome, mm -hmm. you know, so we have different, mm -hmm. we have different, um, we have different accounts. We had to diversify, diversify things a bit, so that, you, know? you know, she puts good. certain money away immediately that she's not going to touch it. I'm right. like, wow, and you really that's are. That's looking at me like, okay. yes, because I'm telling you, at the end of the day, like, you want to really be able to, like, ball for real. Yes. You know, you. Yes. like, you want to be able to see, like, yo, when I get a thing, I get a thing. Yes. You know, like, yes. it's and like, don't have to I want to be able to, like, if I want to get my yeah. mom diamond earrings, I'm like, all right, it's nothing. Right. Yeah. They, you yeah. got it. I'm not swiping my card. Or if I am, I know it's because I'm putting the money right back there on. You go. Right. You know? That's it. So, like, I don't want to just look wealthy. I want to be, be wealthy. wealthy. Yep. 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 Yes. I love that. Well, we are going to take a little break and yes. move into our listener letter of the day. Uh, but we'll do that after we get into some ads. So, stick yes. around. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here... They're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because 
the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time for my favorite part of the show because I love to hear from y'all. Listener letters. And she nosy. And I'm nosy, low-key. I just want to know, like, what y'all going through? What you, can I help? Can I be of assistance? Can I give my two cents? There you go. Speaking of cents and money, um, I, you know, we have Tiffany still on. She's going to talk to us yes. with these listener letters, give her two cents as well. Um, but before we do that, we wanted to do really quickly maybe like two or three takeaways, Tiffany. Um of people who are now in this position where they're trying to rebuild. Yes. Um, and I just lost my question, Deval. What was my question? No, well, I mean, first of all, I was supposed to ask the question. You were supposed to ask the question. My bad. I was so supposed she tried to, to steal my question. My bad. You that's why it? I wasn't even going as planned. Because I wasn't supposed to ask it. That's You're why a scammer. Me. You be trying to steal my question. <laughs> I don't trust you. We might have a whole pandemic. episode pyramid, on that pyramid part. Scream, right? Pyramid scream questions? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's you. You're the pyramid scheme of questions. My bad. My bad. I was like, that was not my question. <laughs> no. I got a different question. Go ahead. The biggest thing that, that I think people want to know from Tiffany is you lost your job in a pandemic. You don't know what your savings looks like because you wasn't prepared. How do you begin to rebuild? Okay, right. Like that's, that's the, the beginning. Big thing. How do you begin to rebuild during this time? Yeah. Well, one, you first begin by hunkering down and getting rid of non-essential expenses, like I mentioned before. Okay. Then two, you have to look for ways to make income. Is it that you're going to start looking for jobs? Like, honestly, Facebook groups are my fave. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of times when I'm looking to hire someone, I will jump into um, small business groups mm -hmm. and I will jump in and say, hey, I'm looking for. So if you join like a, a Facebook group with small business owners and entrepreneurs, it's mm -hmm. a great space because so many times entrepreneurs are looking for digital folks. I'm looking for um, a bookkeeper. I'm looking for an admin. I'm mm. looking for. So look to see what immediate ways can you start making money, especially digitally. My sister, super smart engineer, but she's like, girl, I don't have no job right now. So what she did was she was like, you know what? I can be a consultant, instantly register her business as an LLC. And now is looking, she is a black woman, I think uh, like what minority owned business yes. in, a, in a small business, right? Mm -hmm. So registered as that. And she found a contract for a school that was looking for some sort of classes, types of classes to be taught. Right. She's not a teacher, but what she did was then she went online, found a curriculum that she could purchase. It was like, okay, hold up on that. Then she found a young woman who's a teacher who said, I'll teach it. So now she's wow. writing the 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 contract for a couple, you know, a couple six figures. Wow. And it's gonna pay, yes, it's gonna pay two thousand dollars for this, for this um 
as soon as if she gets it, then she will pay two thousand dollars for the um for the curriculum, yeah. right? And then she will That's likely crazy. pay that the the young teacher maybe say like fifty thousand, but who wouldn't want that? Right. And then she could potentially keep one fifty for herself. But right. do you see how you have to you have to pivot now? Yes. How can I make money? What are things that I'm good at that I can then monetize? You know, right now, you know, maybe it's tutoring. You know, you you went to school, you're an engineer, you're a, you were really good at math. People need tutoring. These babies at home don't know. They're not yes. learning nothing. Yes. We have one so for Jackson instantly girl. right yeah. now, you need to be racking your brain of mm -hmm. how you can bring income into your house. And then once that happens, you know, so you're you're getting rid of the excess figuring out how you can bring income into your house mm -hmm. and then stacking as much of it as possible. So those are the three things that I would be focused on right now if, if I'd lost everything during during the pandemic and I was trying to regain my footing. That's um, amazing. I, I wrote all Perfect. of those down. I'm going to reiterate those on my moment of truth, but I got Perfect. you. So we got number one, get rid of non-essential expenses. Number two, look for digital ways to make money. And number three, save as much as possible. That's how you can there start you getting back on your feet. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to listen to these steps, whether you are making money or not making money, because even if you're making money, you can make more money by doing these three things right here. And listen, y'all ain't going nowhere right now, or we shouldn't be at least. So spending the money that you would have on that outing or on that outfit Ooh. or on mm -hmm. the, the hairstyle or whatever it was yeah. that you would have had to do because you were out there being entertained or entertaining right, people. True. Like now's the time we're all at home. Let's let's try to make sure Save that we're just money. saving some money in the process. Yeah. You know, we won't hem you up no longer than we've had you. <laughs> No, here, thank girl. You. <laughs> you know, as much as we love to keep you around and kiki and whatnot, yes. we'll, we'll let you go. Um, so again, thank remember you. to find Tiffany Aliche, the budget nista on all platforms, right? Pretty much for the most part. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds we good. We appreciate you. We homie. appreciate you. All right. Thank you. If you'd like to be featured on uh, Deadass Podcast as one of our listener letters, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com spell it out for the value that's d-e-a-d-a-s-s-a-d-v-i-c-e dot com alrighty baby moment yes. of truth so listen moment of truth time this is my moment of truth okay mm -hmm. um during times of economic crises mm -hmm. is when the majority of the economic juggernauts you see today have been built mm -hmm. so Let's be prepared as a people to capitalize on what's happening right now. Don't capitalize on the pain because it's a lot of pain for people during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. But what we can do as a people is capitalize on these opportunities. Number one, pay yourself first. Mm -hmm. Your That's savings plan, 30% of your gross is ideal. Is that realistic for everybody? No, but it's ideal. Number two, Understand that your credit scores can be easily manipulated. With that being said, do not lose any sleep over not paying a bill on time. Facts. That is not going to directly affect your health, your safety, and your wellness. And your wellness especially sure. your mental health. Because Absolutely. these bill collectors will have you going crazy thinking that your whole life will come to an end if you do not pay them on time. Mm -hmm. When the truth of the matter is... You can pay them when you're ready. Listen to what Tiffany said. Get mm -hmm. a cease and desist order so they stop <laughs> calling you and your family. Facts. Be like, stop harassing me. Number three, use group economics. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. People call them susus. Right. What was the other term? Pardna. Make sure to pardna. Use group Comes economics. Through. If you need a large sum of money, get within the people in your group that you trust. Mm-hmm. Develop a susu where everyone pays into the susu. And if you need the lump sum of money at a certain time, you know that your take happens on a certain day so you can get something paid. For example, if you have a child in college and you have to get that tuition paid on time, mm-hmm. there are certain ways you can use group economics amongst the people around you so you don't have to borrow money from the bank. Exactly. Cutting out that middleman, cutting out the saying? interest, all that. There's no interest. When you use group you economics, there's no interest. You don't have to pay more than what you receive. And do it with people you trust. Don't be yes. finding random people to, <laughs> to do these with. Exactly. <laughs> Number four. You got mad moments. Hold on, this that, is the moment. This is, this is important. This no, is, this I mean, important. go ahead, but I love it. Go Number ahead. four, we already said prioritize your health. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you don't put your health first, when things do start to get on the upswing and you're not healthy, you can't perform. You can't even get a job yeah. because you're not healthy. So yeah. you must prioritize your health. That that ultimately goes with you know knowing that your credit score can be manipulated, so not stressing over bullshit. But mm-hmm. lastly, number five, avoid scams. There are a lot of people out here right now being scammed because they prey on the fact that people don't have jobs. So when you get your stimulus check or you get a little bit of extra money, don't look for the quick fix. Mm-hmm. Most of the times when you're emotional and you look for the yeah, quick fix is when people can take advantage of, of you. It's true. So understand these are the things you can do to, to get out of this rut that we're in right now, this economic rut. Um, like Tiffany said, her three points was uh, get rid of non-essential expenses, look for digital ways to make money and to save as much as possible. Please, I hope you had a pen and a paper and you wrote all of these things down and we can come out of this way better than we came in. Absolutely. And you know what? It's funny. Your long moments of truth led me to my moment of truth, which was... Thank you. This is a perfect segue. I mean, I we act like sometimes. we did this before. Like, we, you know, you know we be bouncing back and forth. This is what we do. We bounce It's like ping pong. You be trying to, com- like you be trying to compliment t- my swag. <laughs> <laughs> Was it good? But no. anyway, <laughs> I would like to leave you all with this one question. And this is something that Tiffany started with. Mm-hmm. We know that the recession will probably happen in another decade. Mm-hmm. We don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Where will it meet you? Ask yourself that. Where will it meet you? Because it's going to happen. History has shown that it happens. So when it happens again, where will it meet you? Use this opportunity to cultivate, to do your research, to build your financial tribe of people who are assisting yes. you in whatever way. And they may not be assisting you by giving you money, but they have a certain area of expertise within this whole financial realm that they can assist with. Build your financial tribe and figure out and know where you want this next recession to meet you. Hopefully with more money in your budget than the noodle budget. Damn it, baby. The ramen noodle budget. The just ramen fell, noodle every I now and again. I just fell in love with you again yeah. listening to that moment of truth. Oh, thank you, baby. I mean, listen. So anyway, be (laughs) sure to follow us on social media, please. Uh, Dead Ass the Podcast, where you can, you know, comment and share and let everybody know what's going on on Instagram. Um, And of course, Kadeen, I am. And I am DeVal. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Dead Ass, baby. Dead Ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Nora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Dead Ass the Podcast and never miss a thing.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. You know that I feel like it's important to express yourself. You got to put your true self out there. And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do that. That's right. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know it doesn't get any more comfortable than the croc clogs and sandals. They are just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m., to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.